Hello there. <gasps> this is the thing. Do you think you'll say it in the show at any point? I don't know. He might. Yeah. It's possible. Um, anyway, yeah. So if you guys haven't figured out, we're Will and I are finally doing our review of Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Welcome Actually, to... Wait a second. Sorry. Welcome back to Legionnaire. Sorry, I just rolled over you. I saw an interview... You used to know that you say hello there. I saw an interview with him and someone walked in and he was like, hello there. And he was like, hi. And the guy was like, yeah, I'm sure you haven't gotten that before. I'm like, dude, that poor guy just gets it like left and right on the streets. Oh, because, yeah, I did see an interview. It was like him and Hayden. They were Some talking dude. to him. Yeah. And the, the guy was like, what do you get normally get on the street? And Hayden's like, I get a lot of like, may the force be with you. Stuff no. like that. And Obi-Wan's like, I get like, hello there and high ground all the time. That poor guy. He is like, it kind of is kind of a bummer that like his lines are memed so hard, even though like he is like the best part about the prequels. Yeah. And subsequently his own show. But his character is the best. God. Um. So, yeah. We're not rescue or we're not um rescuing. We're not reviewing Chippendale Rescue Rangers. As I said, haha. The movie does it's, look kinda interesting though. I was um listening to a podcast on my drive back from home yesterday yesterday, two days ago, whatever. I don't remember. We're back from and vacation. They, yeah, coming back from vacation. We're back. Um had a good time out in on the forest moon of Endor. Um and they were saying I think it was Christian Harloff was talking about it with Mark Ellis. And there's Christian was like, this movie's actually hilarious. I was like, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I know that they, uh, this is off topic. They use the old version of Sonic, the ugly one. And that's so, mm-hmm. it's like, damn, interesting. But not what we're here about. No, um, we're here to review the outstanding work of... Ewan McGregor. Shout so, out, finally, after 10 years. So, yeah. Um, I watched Kenobi this morning. Will watched it last night. I missed the announcement that it came out early. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. whatever. He did not. Um, I was already well on my way to dreamland. Um, yeah, I was going to stay up till 2 anyways, but they said, um, they said it was coming out. So, it was... Um, I'm very glad that they dropped the episode one and two together. Chapter I am one, too. chapter two, or if that's what they're called. I'm glad they dropped chapter one and chapter two because I I lo- I really like the show so far, but I would not have wanted to wait a week to see these two episodes because they're basically it if- feels like joined as a story. It doesn't feel like disconnected or like it feels like it just flows together. Like they should have just been continuing on, and 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 it makes sense because like this movie wa- or this show was originally a movie, and this these first two episodes feel like your classic. This is the exposition, da 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 da, da and at the end of episode two, we're into our rising action, and we'll talk about that when we get to it. But I really, yeah, I I really like. I, overall, I really like the show. I love certain parts. I don't really love certain parts. Um, but we, so, well, what were something on? Like, let's start with episode one. What was something you really liked? What was stuff you liked in episode one? 
Um, well, these these freakers out here find yet again another way to do Order sixty six. God, that was just like as soon I as it opened, I was like, Jesus, you, we've got to be kidding. like I'm not complaining. I'm like, God, God bless it. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah. And also, side note, Will and I are trying to make this podcast more PG so it's more accessible to all audiences because we realize that everybody, Star Wars for kids, and we want to make sure our podcast is for kids too. So no more swearing out of us. But yes, it was, speaking of being kid-friendly, I don't think that opening scene was kid-friendly. That was really, that was tough to oh, watch, even as an adult. Was. I, was like, I was like, oh, this is, this is very really hard to watch. Yeah, I think I when I started getting emotional, was when the uh, their master like Velti. That's what the subtitles had it as. Um, when Master Velti died, I don't know who she is, but that's just what the subtitles had her character as. Um, when she died, and the kids were like, "What do we do?" I was like, "Jesus!" And then like it zoomed out, and it just showed like all of the clone troopers in the five hundred first just bodying the Jedi. I was like, "Oh man, this and sucks." I'm- this is like the it, most large scale we've seen to in like one room. Exactly. And I'm really glad we actually, I'm, I'm kind of glad we saw this because just cause I was like, I was always like, ever since I like, you know, saw order 66 and I learned about it, I'm like, how did they overwhelm the Jedi on their home turf? And then you just realize it is like just overwhelming numbers of the 501st showing up. Yeah. Well, it feels nice, too, that, like, not literally every single Jedi could sense it happening. Because, mm-hmm. like, you see, like, Yoda sensing it happen. You see Jaro Tapal sensing it happening. You sen- you see Ahsoka sensing it happens. Like, and then you get to see some that it just aren't that in tune with the Force. Mm-hmm. Like, those what characters are. So, like, she, they're literally just training. Like, pra- like training the younglings. And the Padawans and the clones just run in and just start open fire. It's like, oh, my God. Now, my question for you is there's one little girl there who I I was like, this has got to be Reva, right? Yeah, it's 100 percent. her. I don't know why they go back and show that scene, because, I mean, the Inquisitors are like their previous Jedi. Yeah. So I... uh, she could have been brainwashed or something. Well, I mean, they show it in Jedi Fallen Order, which which we might get an announcement uh, over celebration for. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I should look to see if that's today. We're not talking about it's Friday right now um, at ten in the morning. So we've had the Andor trailer. We've had the Andor trailer out now, but we don't want to talk about it yet. Because we want to wait for Celebration to finish up and then talk about everything that we've seen at Celebration. Um, but let's, we will give a one, what's your one word, um, what would one word you would use to describe the Andor trailer, Will? Lame, just kidding. Uh, fire. I was going to call it Napalm, so I agree. Yeah, it was a really good trailer, but we're not talking about, mm-hmm. we won't talk about it until probably Sunday or Monday, depending on which day just works better to record. But um, once everything wraps up, then we'll chat about it. But no, with Jedi Fallen Order, they showed the Inquisitors um, and they showed the second sister and how she was a Padawan and she got captured by the Empire. 
and like the point they show it later in the episode two in in episode one they show the jedi who's on tatooine who isn't kenobi and um reva's like about to kill him and the grand inquisitor sort of stops her like he's using the force to stop her from killing him and he's like we need him and that's sort of what they do they just capture them and they just absolutely berate them and torture them Mm -hmm. and they turn them to the dark side they make them hate their lives yeah um yeah i don't know it was it was kind of it was really cool seeing that you could okay at first for a hot second my brain had a lapse in that scene in that restaurant and i saw a bald guy with a gaffy stick i'm like bro it's boba fett i'm like wait i thought that was too and then I was like, wow, my timeline is way off right now. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, maybe Boba Fett's just chilling on Tatooine right now while he's still bounty hunting. But I was hoping it was. But I mean, uh, we see him in episode two. So Yeah, we do see him in episode two. Um, but yeah, no, it was on like what really like, I mean, because like obviously like the show goes on, but the opening of the show with like just like the recap of the prequels and stuff. I'm just watching this and I was just like, this is my, this is our childhood right here. Cause like everybody, like I love the original trilogy. Like I really love the original trilogy. It's my favorite trilogy, but I grew up on the prequel trilogy. So I have, obviously I love that very much as well. And just seeing that recap of like the two of like Hayden and you and like Anakin and Obi-Wan that was, it was in that moment. I'm like, this is very much an Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Um, mm-hmm. And given the end of episode three, I have my, I have definite theories on how, or the end of episode two, I definitely have ideas of how episode three is going to start. Well, I was curious when they were playing through that. I was like, are they going to show any Clone Wars content? Because um, uh, like about a week ago. Yeah. The Disney plus UK Twitter account was like, here's what you need to watch prior to seeing the Kenobi series. And they said, it's like every day. It's like May 20th, watch Phantom Menace. May 21st, watch Attack of the Clones. May 22nd, watch the Clone Wars movie. May 23rd, watch season two, episodes 12 through 16. That's the one where um, Kenobi and Satine are um, sort of flying back from Man- fr- flying back um, from Mandalore on that ship. And it, it gets invaded by those droids and the one dude who sold... I don't remember what his name is exactly. Who's the... Uh, what's the big blue guy that dies in Bad Batch? The senator oh, for Oh, 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 shoot. I on Frita. On Frita. Because you and I are just like, I hate on Frita. <laughs> yeah, thank God he died. <laughs> um, I don't hate him, but that's, like, that's that arc. And then season four, May 24th, watch Clone Wars season four, episodes 15 through 18. Which 15 through 18, uh, give me a second. I want to look up which one this is. I don't remember off the top of my head. It's not Deception. the box. That's the, uh, that is, no, that's the box. Wow. Yeah, so they say, they say to watch that then. And then they say to watch uh, the Clone Wars Season 5, Episodes 14 through 16, which if I'm not mistaken, Maul. that's um, Maul, the Maul arc where he kills the teen. So they, the Disney Plus official UK Twitter account tweeted this out and then they say watch Revenge of the Sith the last day. Um, but they had three Clone Wars arcs in there and I was like two of those have Satine in it and then one of them is when Obi-Wan's a bounty hunter. Um, 
Yeah. I don't want to read know. into that, but like I definitely think that there will see more stuff with flashbacks that mm-hmm. uh, might lean more heavily into the Clone Wars. Because we already had flashbacks in the first episode, which, oh my god, those Whoa. were so good. They yeah. were so good, showing more PTSD. Yeah, episode one was really everything I wanted out of an opening episode for Kenobi. Everything I saw, I was surprised by some stuff, and I was very pleasantly surprised by stuff. I wasn't really taken aback by anything. I was very, I was like, this is a very, very good opening episode to an Obi-Wan Kenobi story. Like, that's mainly how I felt about the first episode. Yeah, I love the first three quarters of it. Um, I think I, I, you're talking about the opening with like the flat where it just like recaps you. I didn't skip it. I watched it. It was sick. I did too. Um, but then like with the opening where the Inquisitors come on Tatooine, um, I was confused at first because they were like, there's a Jedi on this planet. And I was like, they cannot be talking about Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Like, how would they even know that he's um he's even there? And it turns out it's some other Jedi. But um, when the Grand Inquisitor, it, I don't get why they didn't use the character models from Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, his... He's Utapauian, so it's yeah. like... I don't know. People say like, oh, well, sometimes species look differently. I will say some of the CG in this was a little spotty for me at points. I think there's only one that really bothered me. Um, but um, yeah, no, there are points where like his eyes look normal and then they were like yellow and then they weren't and then they were yellow and then they weren't. And I was like, we got to keep a little consistency. I mean, it's eyes. It doesn't ruin my love of the show, like the show, but it's just like, I'm a yeah. dork. I need consistency. Well, I get that. Like if this was the first time he, like an Utapauian had showed up in live action, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. It's like the same thing with Cad Bane. But with this, we've seen them in Revenge of the Sith and it's been 16 years now. Yeah. He went 2005, didn't it? So it's yeah. been 17 years, actually. So I'm, I don't know. I liked the way that those, like, I loved the way that they looked in the Phantom. I mean, Revenge of the Sith. I thought they just looked really cool. So I wish they used that. But when he's walking around and, like, giving his speech about, like, what the Jedi are and how they had their, because you see, you hear it a bunch in the trailer. It's like their compassion is what their weakness is. It's like, ah, whatever. I don't, I don't care about that. But when he actually goes on like his like long speech about it, walking through this bar, mm-hmm. I was like, this is actually much more interesting than I thought it was going to be from the trailer. <laughs> because, God, okay, I'll be honest with you. I was so flipping sick of the line when he's like, the key to haunting Jedi is patience. They say they said that in every trailer. It was literally the same thing of Boba being like, I intend Jabba ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sick of this line. And then like when he continued his monologue, I was like, Oh, this is pretty cool. I kind of like this in like context. Mm-hmm. It was much more interesting, and I think it makes it more interesting too. If because we once we start chatting more about episode two, but assuming that this is the Grand Inquisitor from the Star Wars Rebels, he's a knight of the, he was a knight of the Jedi Temple. Mm-hmm. I think that's, it's more interesting then as well about. He was a Jedi, he was a Jedi Temple guard. He was like the lead yeah. guard. Yeah, he was a guard because he is what, he's who knights Kanan. So I, I thought that that was interesting just being able, like knowing who, who he actually is, like 
assuming again that this is still the Inquisitor from Rebels because again, episode two. I don't know. It looked like he actually died. So <laughs> I was, yeah, yeah. We might as well just review. It's kind of hard to do review episode one without the other. But like, it would like when he like I was not expecting that when Reva just goes, yeah, stabs him, and he's like, Ugh! yeah, because I was sitting there, I was watching, and I was like, I know what happened. I'm like, I know you don't die because you're in Star Wars Rebels, and I know that you die in Star Wars Rebels in season one. Like, I know you're like, there. Are, he says specifically to Kanan and maybe Ezra Oz, he's like, there are some things far more frightening than death. He's talking about Vader and like, he lets go. And then we see him again when uh, Ahsoka, Kanan and Ezra are like meditating and <clears throat> he, Kanan has a fight with the temple guards in like his like vision or whatever. And he sees um, the Grand Inquisitor, but then he dies in this. And I was like, okay, so unless if maybe there's another Utapauian inquisitor i i don't think he's actually dead um i I don't i mean he looked dead but i because when he died like when she stabbed him i was like he's got more stuff to do later in rebels um so i'm i don't know i I hope he dies because she hit him in the same spot Qui-Gon got hit. <laughs> and if yeah. he die, if he lives from that and Qui-Gon dies, it'd be like This on, is man. And this is a good jumping point. So Qui-Gon, oh, Qui-Gon. I thought he was gonna show up. Mm-hmm. He did not. He will show up though. There's no there's no way he does not show up at this point. There's zero chance. Like Qui-Gon Jin is a lock for this show. Um Yeah. I do okay, so do you think Obi-Wan has made contact with him prior to this. Cause I, okay. No. I, you, you're shaking your head. No, I don't think so. I don't think he's made contact either. Cause I think he's still just like, God, I just want to talk to somebody. Well, yeah. So, um, I think in that recap, they, I, I was breaking it down like really hard when I was watching the recap, because I was like, you would only include certain scenes in this if they were important to the show. Mm-hmm. And when Yoda said in the recap, he's like, you have training still to do with your old master. And Obi-Wan said, Qui-Gon, I was like, okay, you would not like include that scene specifically mm-hmm. if you didn't want to like follow back up on that. So I don't think he's had any contact yet with Qui-Gon. And when he wakes up from his uh, nightmare that he's having like his PTSD for failing Anakin and like when it just flash flashes back to like Anakin being like five years old, 10 years old, however old he is in the Phantom Menace. And like, he's like that little kid who's pod racing. And then it cuts to him being like an adult and how Obi-Wan failed. I'm like, Jesus, dude, this is, this is tough. This is exactly what Luke Skywalker is. Um, exactly. As I was watching this, I was like, cause okay, this is okay. This is exactly why this show is shows exactly why the issue I can understand people having issues with Luke Skywalker, not having backstory before, like, cause like we saw Obi-Wan as a great Jedi. Now we saw him fail. And now we see him coping with failure and him being like, I, I just can't do this. I'm not the man I used to be. Cause Bale's like, I need you to save. We'll get to that point. But him just being like, I'm not the Jedi I once was. Cause that Jedi attached me. He's like, you once, you were once a great master. He's like, I'm not anymore. I'm, I'm not the man you think I am. Da, 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 da. Yeah, he said the time of the Jedi is over. Yeah, and I was like... He said that, and I was like, this is something Luke Skywalker would say. Because, and it's, because it's basically, it's, he's basically Luke's last Jedi, Luke Skywalker. 
Yeah, he is basically. I mean, he's waiting 18 years for Luke to start showing, but again, he's like such a hermit. Yeah, and it's it's just the same thing with Luke. It's like now that we're seeing Luke and Mando being like a really cool Jedi and da 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 da. It's like it, it, when eventually this Luke Skywalker show does come out, but they have not announced it, and it bumps me off. But um, who knows when it does eventually drop? And God knows how many years it'll be a lot easier for I think for some people to go back and watch the Last Jedi and understand where he's coming from. You and I, yeah, I, we've always understood where he came from with it, and they're doing it again with this. And it's, I, I love seeing how he reacts and his how he has such a hard time living with himself after he failed. Like mm-hmm. someone who's supposed to be, he was supposed to be the greatest Jedi ever. Oh, he is the greatest Jedi. Well, he didn't really reach his full potential, so we yeah. didn't see him reach out as a Jedi Knight yet. But um. I I definitely think that we'll see Qui-Gon. I don't know when we'll see him in the series, though, because it looks like it's picking up with Vader now. And it looks like I think the next episode is going to be a lot more Imperial focused. Yeah, let's let's hold on that. Let's hold on our speculations because there was something no, that there's something that happened in the episode that you called when we were in our we were in. um So like we were in the Portland airport about to fly back. Um to the, the to the great midwest um and will and i were just we were we, we laid out the next few weeks of the pod we were talking about what we wanted to do how we wanted to change our focus um just making it more i don't you know family friendly and like stuff we want to accomplish and then we were just chatting about open because we grabbed a time magazine of star wars that we f- saw on the shelves and we we're just chatting about star wars and you said to me as we're walking, because you and I were going to find Mama Salad or something. You and I were going to find Mama Salad in the airport. And we're just walking and talking about everything. And you're like, you like you said to me, you're like, I am like 90% certain we are going to see Obi-Wan interact with Leia. And I was like, well, I was like, wow, I don't know if I'm 99% certain. I, think I said, I was like, I'm maybe 55. And you're like, no, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I know I I don't get how we didn't talk about it when we were predicting it because I mean we knew that we were going to see Luke in the series I think it makes far more sense that we see more of Leia in this series though because like you can't interact with Luke at all really in this show like you can't have any interaction with him because it just kind of ruins the timeline then like he's Luke is only supposed to know of old Ben kind of like a crazy wizard yeah. yeah He doesn't really know who he is. So, but Leia, the reason that I thought about this, and I'm so mad because I I wish I said this like a week ago before the episode came up. So no one will believe me that I said this before. They'll just be like, oh, you're just saying that now. But I actually did. He did. Yeah, no one will. And I was skeptical. Yeah. I was skeptical when he said it. I was certain because in, I was sitting on the plane when we were reading the magazine then. And like it, it validated my theory even more because it said in the magazine, it's like it was the magazine was heavily focused on a new hope. And it says Leia, Princess Leia calls out to like a friend or she calls out to Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi to uh, help her. And I sat there and I thought I was like, why would she reach out to him if she's never met him before? And I was like, and Bale, like if Bill talking about him wouldn't warrant enough of like oh i need to reach out to obi-wan kenobi like it's like it's like 
it's like if your dad starts talking about like one of his best friends from college, it's like, yeah. And your time never met them. Yeah. And your time of need, you're not going to just be like, Oh, this random guy, my dad talked about. Yeah. It's like, I don't know them. I've never met them before, but then like, once you interact with them, you know, like how great of a person they are. Like when like they build up that legend of who they are and you get to see them finally interact. It's like, Oh, I understand now why this person loves you so much. Why my father loves you so much. So with this, I was like, okay, so there has to be some type of interaction between Obi-Wan and Leia. I did not think it was going to be this big of an interaction of getting Obi-Wan off of um, Tatooine, but um, we did not predict this one. Nobody predicted. I, I no. Oh my God, this is part one thousand of um, no leaks coming out of Princess Leia being in the series at all. Exactly. Well, someone I remember reading a room was like they're ca- something for Princess Leia, but that was it. And then like I remember it was like I was like, oh, she might be a cameo, like a very. That's minor. what I thought too. Yeah, I didn't think she was going to be like Captured. the main focus. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I, as soon as like she was ca- like she was like I was hinting at her capture. I was like, "Oh, I'm buying this." I'm immediately like, "Oh, this makes perfect sense." Because she gets captured. Bail goes to Obi Wan. Bail. Well, they call Obi Wan. Obi Wan's like, "I can't do this. I'm not the guy I used to be." And like he he denies them. Like freaking Luke Skywalker in the last Jedi. I was like, oh, "This is broken, Ben Kenobi." And yeah, he says, "He says find someone else." Yeah, so Obi- that's literally what Obi Wan. I I wrote it down because I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and it was just, and then when Bale shows up, and they're chatting, and first can we just get a shout out to Jimmy Smiths? I'm so glad that we could see Bale again. I love Bale Organa. Yeah, all my homies love Bale. I was getting pretty sad when he was talking to Leia. I, okay, I was so excited to see Bale again. And then once we saw Leia and we saw Leia's mom, I was like. They brought back her mom. They're totally bringing back Bale. Then no, I, was, gonna... I was freaking out when we saw Bale. I think Bale was the like I got most excited when I saw Bale. Um, no, there was definitely the, the last moment of episode two where I was like, "This is this is gas." Um, well, I yeah, I mean, I was way more hyped at the end of episode two, but like when I saw Bale, like I was the most vocal when I saw that. Yeah. I love Senator um, Organo. Yeah. God. But when he's when he's talking to Leia and he was like, This is this planet will be yours, you'll lead the people. I was like, Jesus Christ, Bale. Yeah, that's a pretty hefty weight to put on a ten year old's shoulders, but Well, I mean, knowing what happens to the planet too. You will lead this people. Eight years later. It's just floating rocks. I I saw that and I was like, damn, this is actually it makes a new hope um a little more sad. Yes. And that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh my God, we're seeing all- also Alderaan looks like the perfect society. Like if I could live I th- on any planet, I might, might, I might choose Alderaan. <laughs> I think that's the point. I think they wanted to show just how there isn't any flaws on the planet really whatsoever. And then outside of her cousin, Princess Leia's cousin. Yeah. Her cousin's a little dingo rascal. yeah he's a little rascal you go from rags to riches hardcore though like you see luke like on the farm with Owen yeah Blue, and then like the next scene is leia on all their own it's like poor luke he's on a, <laughs> he's on a moisture farm he got the crap living, deal yeah leia's living it up right now 
Um, can we give a shout out to Joel Edgerton's acting? He was like nails Uncle Owen. Just like, Ben, I don't want to see you. I'm like, I love this. I love everything about this right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I loved him too. I didn't, um, I don't think we'll see him again in the series though. I think that was the only bit that we'll see him for. Um, yeah, we might see. Him I don't even end. know. I don't even know if Obi Wan's gonna go back to Tatooine now. Like between now and no. the end of the show, no like, We'll see him go back to Tatooine, like and probably choose to keep the sabers because at the end of Episode One, he picks up the he like. Of course, he remembers where he dug the sabers. I'm like, he would never forget because he told no. that one Jedi on Tatooine. I don't, I don't know if we even found out his name. No. Um, he told him, he was like, go out to the middle of the desert, bury your lightsaber, and forget about it. And I was like, there's no oh. shot. You forgot where you buried your sabers, Obi-Wan, especially a Skywalker one. Yeah, and it was it was really cool to see him dig up both him and Anakin's. I was like, because like, they're two sides of the same coin. Two sides of the same coin. Two brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, okay. So, episode one, we've talked about everything we really liked. Yeah, I have it written down here. Oh. I was going to bring it up. Holy moly, this is okay. So they're they're teasing this guy in the woods watching Leia. I'm like, okay, she's gonna get taken. She's like she's gonna get captured. This is probably gonna get Obi-Wan off. Cool. I was a little disappointed. Mm. By little I mean quite a bit disappointed when the cat the, the capture of her turned into a dorky the Star Trek chase. Fett. Yeah, the book of Boba Fett speeder bike chase or something from Star Trek, a chase through the woods. And this is also my issue parts of episode two. How is tiny 10 year old Leia faster than three grown adults? <laughs> I give a little more leeway for when Obi-Wan was chasing her in episode two. This one, like these people are bounty hunters and they're out chasing her. I was like, dude, okay. She is not like putting the moves on you guys that like I could easily run and catch up to a 10 year old and my yeah. knees are in shambles right now. Yeah. Will has no knees, but he could because, well, I think about like, I was like, I was a lifeguard. I've like been able to like get off my chair and run and snatch a kid before they a little tiny kid before they plop into the deep end. I'm like, you're telling me you can't catch some 10 year old running. You've they come up to your hip bone. You're telling me you can't catch them. Okay. But there was one. Okay. One part of this scene. I like was like, okay, this is a little unforgivable at this point. The green, the green skin chick is running, and then there's a branch. Instead of ducking yeah. underneath it, she just goes. She oh, runs and she into hits it. it. I was like, "Yeah, oh, this is just." Ugh. I saw that, and I was like, "This is making me uncomfortable right now." Just at how bad the scene is playing out. Yeah, but whatever. It was over, and then I was like, "Okay, cool." I don't want to hate on it, but I mean, they could have just skipped. That just dragged out the runtime it did like and they I, really could have just cut that down like it was like a maybe another 45 seconds i think if that yeah it was like you could have just shaved that off and just had her get captured right there because they were surrounding her and they just let her run yeah it could have it could have easily just been a cut to black and then her getting her like a hood pulled off of her and the ship or something whatever um i, I think again though i mean they're building more upon like how Leia was like a big rebel and she always puts up a fight and they're trying to play more into that. Like, as you can see it with her at a young age, but I'm like, I get that. And everyone understands that, but it's to a point where it's a little aggravating at, at times. It's like, it just, it, 
would win in a fight, a bounty hunter or a Jedi? 10 out of 10 times, a Jedi is going to body a bounty hunter. So it's like... Unless you're Cad Bane. Um, <laughs> okay, who would win in a fight? Anakin Skywalker or Gonk Droid? That's what I'm viewing this as. It's like, it's these two, it's these three grown adult bounty hunters versus a 10-year-old running. I'm like, just cut the scene short. <laughs> Let's get back to, to Obi-Wan. And we have to point out, we're not ripping on the actress of Leia. I think this, this... Um, the girl they have casted as Leia, she is nailing. She's good. Everything. She's really good. Because when I watch her, I see I see Leia, and I also see Padme. And when Obi mm-hmm. was like, "You remind me of someone," and I was like, "Hitting me in the feels." Yeah. You remind me of a friend, and she's like, "Oh, is she still alive?" N- no, she's not. And I was just like, "That's your mom." Yeah. Uh, this just it just hurts when I just see that and. Uh, but you know, I don't know. She's, she's doing a very good job and it's not cause like toxic star Wars fans of the prequel era, just hazing Jake Lloyd to a point where he can't go about his daily life. Hazing Hayden Christensen. This is not an issue with the actress. It's just some of the writing played out the scene. Yes. Um, I don't have any issue with her. I think she's no, I enjoy her. She's really Um, funny. I think she's, yeah, she's, she's, She's a cute little Leia. It's like, it's funny. I enjoy her. Like she fits the character really well. So I don't have any issue with her, but I, um, you do have issues. There's another character that, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not an actor, so I'm not going to sit here and like, give tell you how to to act. I don't know if it's the lines are just, uh, I'm not trying to be mean, but the lady who plays the third sister, it doesn't it doesn't really rub well with me no it's her lines feel her the way she delivers her lines feel very stiff and they feel forcefully anger like they feel like forceful anger coming out and i'm like i don't buy you being angry about this stuff and i also don't understand her obsession with kenobi like i think everyone's obsession with kenobi is secondhand from Vader's obsession with Kenobi. Yeah, and this is I I like the I like the motivation her character has because she wants to gain favor with Vader, but I don't know how that gains her favor because they didn't really explain how she knows all of this and how she, what she like. So her goal is the the fifth brother or whatever the the it's the fifth brother, the third sister, and the Grand Inquisitor that okay. we've followed so far. And then I don't know who the other chick was that showed up in the second episode. But so the fifth brother is like, oh, he she wants to gain um, Levy, or she wants to gain approval of Vader. I'm like, fine, but like, what? Like, I haven't seen her in Vader interact, so I don't know why she's like vying for. Um, approval of him. If anything, you're going to vie for the approval of the Grand Inquisitor because he's your direct superior, and that'll help you because then he'll say something to Vader. Or I, I don't, un- I don't understand that. I think it's more of um, Krennic and Palpatine, where Krennic hated Tarkin, and uh-huh. he was trying to always gain the favor of Palpatine. Okay, yeah, that makes I, that's sense. How, that's how I viewed it more at least because like they're all like still on like the same level. It's just like different classes of superiority, and then. I mean, yeah. no one gets higher than Vader. I mean, the only person that's higher than Vader is Palpatine, but it's not one and the same. Um, yeah, but I'm—I don't know. It's—I don't she like. Just, 
I don't like ragging on actors and actresses' performances, but like, yeah, that's why I don't want to say like I know how to act and oh she's giving a bad performance. So that's why I'm not, I don't know if it's like just the way that they're being delivered or I'm just not invested in her character. Also, I just really am not invested in her character. And like I understand that they need to have something to force, not force, but to develop the plot along. But there's just something with it that just isn't sticking right with me with it. Yeah, I feel like she's just like angry to be angry. Like you said, like she's just angry at points. She's like, I'm the bad guy. I want to do this. It's like, okay, we get it. Let's like, I would rather, I, I, I need a little bit more out of you than just, I'm mad. You're dumb. I'm going to get Kenobi. It's like, I saw that for like, we saw that for like, what, an hour and a half last night straight. And I'm like, okay, I need more with from this yeah. character. And dude, yeah, we talked about it in the green room, but the one scene where Obi-Wan uses spice to get away from the bounty hunters or da, 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 da. Obviously we, if you haven't seen the episodes, I don't know why you're sitting here listening to us talk about them. Um, she gets away or he gets away. And then Reva shows up to the room with the three bounty hunters that are all high as kites. Cause they've been around spice, which is the hallucinogen in star Wars or Ken, I mean, I don't know. We were talking about this this weekend, but um, yeah. the difference between spices and sci-fi universes. Um, and she walks in and they're all like laying on the ground, tripping beyond belief. And she opens the door and they're laying on the floor. And she's like, where is he? I'm like, who are you, Batman? Like, read the room. Yeah. Nobody's coherent right now. Like, this just doesn't, it's just, it's just weird. I was like, that. Yeah, I I was like. Uh, whatever uh, now her parkour that she was doing was kind of fun to watch i enjoyed watching her do that stuff but like something yeah. about her face and just everything that she like gives off she just i wish that they were just wearing their masks yeah i, uh, I think of the, i think of the mask the second sister wore and i think the mask that the second sister wore was sick so i i agree and it's because i don't know if it's just like we're used to like she's not Real, I, I would give her like a C grade villain right now. She's a C grade villain, and I don't know. I, I mean, Star Wars does have a thing with masked villains, but they're terrifying. Like they're terrifying because you can't see their face, and like because it's a lot easier to be like, uh, this person isn't scary when you can see their face. But when you can't see their face, like this person is terrifying. That's what made Darth Vader terrifying. Kylo Ren was scary as well because you couldn't see his face. Darth Maul was an alien so it's like wow he's really cool christopher lee is christopher lee he's gonna be scary in anything he does and then general grievous is an, um, another masked villain and then palpatine is palpatine but like it's just hard for me to buy her when she like i don't see her as a villain i just see her as like i'm angry i'm edgy rah it's like okay cool man yeah i don't know i she does forward the plot though where she tells obi-wan that vader is still alive and the best like, episode, or the best sequence of this series comes up. Yeah, where he like just has to sit there and like he has no idea how to react to that. He's like, "What?" Yeah, I was, I, I was like, as I was watching him react to that, I'm like, I am like getting vibes of like Tony Soprano having panic attacks and um, the Sopranos. Yeah, I, I, I was a big fan of him just like sitting there, like just being in complete shock over finding out that Anakin is still alive actually because Anakin knows that he's still alive because Obi-Wan just let him there and I guess Obi-Wan thought he killed him Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. He thought he was just going to burn from the fire. Um, my question, though, my it, it, it again comes back to Reva. How does she know Darth Vader's Anakin Skywalker? That's another thing, too. I thought a lot of the Inquisitors didn't know. I thought a lot of people didn't know that Anakin was Vader. I thought the only person that knew that. I thought the, there was only two people who knew that. And I thought that was Tarkin and Palpatine. Yeah, that's what I, I've I read a lot of the books. Um, and it's from basically everything like Palpatine had suspicion or not Palpatine. Um, Tarkin had suspicion that Vader and Anakin were the same person. He never voiced anything. He didn't really care. He was just like, I think he was smart enough to know. Yeah. And he's like interesting, but he moved on. Like it wasn't like a linchpin for his life. Um, I want, I want to know how she found out. Um, that's right now a pl- not a plot hole, but like a big question I have. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any big questions outside of that one? Um, actually, I kind of do. I'm I'm curious because we kind of glossed over it. Um, but they showed tomorrow Morrison back as a clone mm-hmm. trooper. I was like. I love Tomorrow Morrison. I saw the clone trooper helmet sitting out and I was like, yeah, it's not Cody's, but this is sick. This is really sick right now. I love Tomorrow Morrison. I'm curious now if they're going to bring him back, though, as Commander Cody, because I can see them doing that now. Yeah, they still, have to, they still have to bring in the actress who played the uh, sand sister mother in Game of Thrones. Yes, she's an Imperial officer. Mm-hmm. I believe we saw we saw set photos of her. Caleb said to me again last night, but I remember seeing set photos of her and like an, an imperial officer uniform. And all the clone troopers are Tamar Morrison. It's all cloned from the same person. It's all cloned from Django Fett. So I think that you could bring in Commander Cody as an imperial officer. I mean, I don't know. I don't think it'd be that far of a stretch to introduce him. I'd like to see him. Yeah, and if he's not in the, if he does not, I right now, the more I'm seeing of the show, the less likely I think he is going to appear, and I think he's more likely to appear in Bad Batch because if he doesn't show up here, I think he'll show up in Bad Batch. Um, he'll show up in one or the other. I, I guess I'd want to see him more in this. I, I do too. And develop more him in Bad Batch. Like he doesn't need to die in this, but like even just show like Commander Cody in this, like I'd be okay with that. Exactly. Um. Yeah, it's just ah. because the rest of the world now knows that Kenobi is out there. Like he ta- he has to tap back into the Force when he has to save Leia from her fall. And again, it's not an easy thing to tap back into the Force. You can see him struggling to get back into it. Um, yeah, he was like tired after saving her from a fall. Yeah, he uh, ooh, he is really going through it. So I can only imagine how Luke is just. It's like I imagine like a dam where like you when you tap back into the force, like it's like a little flowing stream and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I kind of look like that with Kenobi with Luke. It was just a dam that just broke wide open and he just force projected himself across the entire galaxy. And then he died. Well, shoot. I mean, if Kenobi was gassed, if Kenobi was gassed from just using the force to float a person, which is similar to an object, it's like. I can see how Luke maybe would die from just exhaustion. Yeah. Um, anything else about the 
first two episodes you want to talk? I mean, there's a lot of cool little Easter eggs like Obi-Wan getting um, Luke the ship and then Owen being mad about it. Um, mm-hmm. And Anchorhead, just how nice Obi-Wan is to his little camel thingy, giving him that piece of meat every day. Yeah. I'm glad <clears throat> we got to see the three days of Obi-Wan working at that like butchery or whatever just because like you see the monotonous and boring day-to-day life he lives on Tatooine for the last 10 years yeah versus what he was doing what he was previously doing in the Jedi Order exactly yeah I I think it's a good shake-up and just like a good pickup of where we've been with the with the character and like what's happened so far I am very excited though because like I said, like these two episodes felt very, they flow together really well as mm-hmm. one like thing. I would have been livid though. If it, it, they dropped this as like, if I would have had to wait a week for each of these. Cause yeah, like it doesn't feel like there was enough. There was enough content, but like, there's just not enough stuff there for me to like warrant it. Like waiting a week, I guess. And, exa- and that's, that makes sense for a show like this because like, this is like, a singular contained movie. Like it's a limited series. So it has, it's going to follow a movie structure. It's not going to be like a serialized TV show. Like Mando sometimes is serialized. Um, and like clone wars is serialized where you have like, Oh, this is a fun episode to watch because all of this happened during it. Like this is, these are just tiny pieces of a big story. And we're at the, not like we said this in the green room. Like this is probably the, I, the we think the weakest that the show is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I give these. I mean, like these episodes were fine for me. I have no. I mean, we talked about the major complaints that we had and that stuff. Um, we didn't talk about Camille. Nah, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Oh yeah, he was really funny. I enjoyed him. I thought he was like. I at first I was like, is he actually a Jedi? And I was like, I guess if he is, at first I was like, I guess no. You have no authority figure to tell you what's right from wrong when you're using the force you can just use it for however you want and yeah. then he was just magnets so i was like okay yeah makes sense that was really funny yeah i i enjoyed it though and i'm i was like oh good for you but i i think we didn't really talk about it because we, we can get into it now because the end of the first second episode i mean showing vader again finally we called it. I told you when I was like, end of episode two, we we're going to see Vader. Yeah. I think that's, again, that's why they dropped both of these mm-hmm. at first, because they needed something like you had said to, like you had said, they needed to drop something big. So now we have less than a week though for it. Yeah. And Monday's a holiday. So technically we only have like two, one, we technically only have like one day to wait for this episode. And if you really think about it, it's only like three hours. Like Jerry, what was yeah. what's the science folder? He's like, well, you have this far, but if you really take out sleeping and all this other stuff, it's really only like a few hours. So, I mean, we only really have Tuesday to get through for, and then like Wednesday the episode comes out, and like you could, I think it'll come out now at two o'clock a.m. Yeah, so I'll just maybe, maybe I'll I'll watch PST. it before work. Yeah, so I mean, I, I might as well too, but I. Um, I definitely think that this next episode is going to be way more like Imperial focused and Vader focused. I, and I think we're going to see Palpatine in it. I, yeah, I think we're going to get a lot in this. I think episode three is going to body 
the first two because like the first episode i'd probably give it a nine out of ten just because I, I really liked it um it, it gave me everything i wanted to see where kenobi is at where his headspace is at and like what the story goes for it episode two i'm probably going to give seven and a half or an eight just because i was like uh, i don't know I'm, i'll probably give it an eight because I'll, I'll have to go back and rewatch. i'm going to go rewatch the series when it all comes out at some point just to see it in its entirety and how it all pieces together i'll have to nail down a whole day and watch it all um but i definitely think this next episode when the, with him ending just being like anakin and then you see anakin open his eyes in the back to, back to tank I think mm-hmm. we're going to see. I think we're going to see flashbacks in this next episode. I think we're going to see Palpatine over a hologram. I think we're going to see a lot of Imperial stuff. Well, yeah, because they put out the bounty, they put out the APB on mm-hmm. Kenobi, on Dayu. We um, so I think like the entire galaxy now knows Kenobi's out there. Like, because yeah. at first the series opened up and I was like, "You're chasing a ghost. Kenobi's dead." Or he's he'll he'll never come out of hiding, and he finally does. Which again, like we buy, we had said like there has to be something big that brings Kenobi off of Tatooine, and this is something big: the capture of Princess Leia, which makes sense because if anyone finds out who she actually is, then you got an issue on your hands. Then, so I think now that now that Obi-Wan has like made a public appearance and everyone knows that he's out there, even though nobody has really, the main villains haven't seen him. Like the second, the third sister hasn't, she hasn't seen him. She hasn't laid eyes on him yet. No, she doesn't even know what Kenobi really looks like now, but he looks the same. The same. Yeah. He looks longer. I would imagine. Yeah. He looks exactly how you'd imagine he'd look, but I don't know. I, I definitely think though that, we're going to see them sort of fly back because the only other th- shot that we haven't seen now is, them is um, like Fortress Inquisitoris. That's the only other shot that we haven't seen. And you and I had both said that like, it looks like we've only seen content for the first two episodes in the trailer, which is true. So it makes me excited now that like, there's still, we're almost halfway through the series now by Wednesday. We'll be halfway through the series, which is weird to think about. Yeah. But Shoot. we're almost halfway through. The, we're uh, what is the math? We're two fifths of the way through the series. No, we're that's one math. third, my friend. Yeah, one third. <laughs> I don't know where I got two fifths from. We're, a thir- we're a third of the way through the series, though. And we've already seen all of the content basically from their trailers. So it makes me excited. It makes me excited that like we don't know what's gonna happen for the rest of this. And I hope that they don't really show any other footage. Like I know that they have to post on Disney Plus Instagram and that stuff where it's like new episode of Kenobi today and they show like five, ten seconds of like the episode and then they cut it off. Like I like the most interesting part, but and Deborah Chow's directed all these episodes so far as well, which I enjoy. Shout out Deborah, the goat. People Asking for women to direct Star Wars movies, man, go to TV. You're going to find all of the best directors outside of like Dave are the women. Shout out. Mm-hmm. I think, I think Reva will probably turn to the light and she'll die to Vader. I but think she'll that, have some type of sacrifice. Isn't that just Fallen Order all over again? Not really. Trilla didn't really sacrifice herself. She was just like getting stuff off her chest when she died. 
she was like, I hated you, Seer. And she was like, I always envied you. I just am not a fan. Like, she was just, like, getting stuff off her chest because she was beaten by Cal. And then Vader came out of nowhere and he just killed her. It's kind of gnarly. It is. But I think in this, like, there will be some type of thing. Or maybe she just, I don't know, because Obi-Wan will, he'll fake his death by the end of the series. She's got it. Everyone thinks that he's dead. Everyone has to think that Obi-Wan is dead. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I don't he know. goes back into hiding him, but then I feel like he's like legit public enemy number one. Yoda's no one would ever look at Dagobots a little. Yeah, it's a muck hole. So it is. It is a dumpster. Um, let's check back in on our uh, cameo list. So well, um, we, we get to we forget. To, I guess I forget again. We did predictions. I forget that C three PO was taken by Bale. I did. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that last night. I just remember like seeing, I was like, holy crap, that's C-3PO. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw 3PO and I was like, what in the world? So that means we're going to see R2-D2 soon. I hope. Um. Well, yeah, well, they're both with Captain Antilles. I hope we'd see R2. Um, we'll, we, I would, I would bet at the end of the show. We might see r 2 yeah, when Lando re- reunites with Leia, we will or Lando, Bale, Jeez Louise, Cal. Um, yeah, when she reunites with Bale, I think we'd see maybe R two. That'd be like the next chance we get to see R two D two. But I saw three PO and I was like, oh wow, look at you. Yeah, you don't remember anything that's happened. <laughs> yeah, you're just <laughs> you're just an empty brain. He had his memory wiped, but. <laughs> Except R2. And then it wipe R2's memory. They're just like R2D2 is basically just like the memory bank of the Skywalker saga. Oh well, yeah, the, that droid story that they have coming out, I think, is like following R2. Oh, that's right, the droid story. That'll be fun. I think that's a series. I don't know though. Anyways, um cameo check-in for Kenobi. So Qui-Gon Jin has not appeared, but is if not hundred percent lock will appear. Emperor Palpatine. Mm-hmm. We think I uh, would you put it at yeah, lock. A hundred. I put Qui-Gon and Palpatine at a hundred percent. Um, which makes sense because like Palpatine is Vader's mentor, Qui-Gon's Obi-Wan's mentor. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Commander Cody, what do you put him at? Seventy. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say like sixty to seventy percent. Ahsoka Tano. One percent? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say like twenty percent. I put her at one percent. I would be, I'd kind of be upset if we saw her in this. I I agree. I don't Cal really want her interacting with Kenobi. No, I don't either. I think even this other Jedi interacting with him, I was like, this guy's gotta die. Like he again, needs- it's just another Jedi that survived Order sixty six, and I'm like, stop watering it down. Yeah, like let him let him be dead. Um, Cal Kestis. Zero. He's yeah, on Bracca. I hope he's. I hope he's at zero. He's on um, Bracca. I think. Mace Windu. <laughs> Negative one hundred. Um. Anybody I'm missing? Satine. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh shoot, yeah, Satine. Okay. Um. I put Satine at like fifty. I'd, I'd yeah, give I'd a probably... point toss to seeing Satine. Mm-hmm. 
I, yeah, I'd say Satine at 50. Padme Amidala not in uh, a prior, like, you seen, not like, okay, so a flashback, like but a not flashback. Like a new flashback. Yes. Uh, 50. Yeah, I'm, I might, I'm kind of leaning towards 45 at this point. I'm Although, lowering. Dude, I don't know, though, because this next episode, I think, is going to be, like, Anakin-centric. I think this next episode will dictate more of whether and if we don't see her in this, but I think this next episode is when we most likely see her again. Yes. I, so I think, I guess this next episode, because the fourth episode will probably go back to Kenobi and then the fifth episode and sixth episode will be them together. Like those two finally getting to interact with one another again. Mm-hmm. Whether, and whether, when we see this rematch of the century, man, if this is not like, it's absolute insane lightsaber fight. Well, I don't I don't want it to be an insane lightsaber fight. I don't want it to be like Revenge of the Sith. I want it no. to be I want it to be like that remake that that guy made of um A New Hope. It's like SC Yeah. You have you, you you know what the, some guy did a remake of like Vader versus Obi-Wan on the Death Star where it was like with updated, like they completely, they had like a- actors fill in for the characters and that stuff. And they did, they, they redid the fight. And I was like, Oh my God. If George Lucas created star Wars, like in like 2010. Yeah. Wouldn't have been a good thing because he probably just only used visual effects. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh-huh. I mean, like seeing the stuff that that guy did in that fight, I was like, that's what I'd want to see in this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. I think there's a lot of stuff that could happen. Um, so yeah, Padme, flip of a coin, Honda Onaka. No, Zero. Unfortunately. Yeah. I wish. If any episode he would have showed up, it would have been one of these ones. Yeah, I was... I, well, no, because like initially when the people captured him, I'm like, God, I wish this was Honda. I was like, wait a minute. That would have not made any sense whatsoever. I could buy it, maybe. Yeah. I wish, honestly, I wish Dayu had more of the bounty hunters that we, like, they could have used Boba Fett. And I think if Boba Fett was on Dayu, like, who was, like, chasing down Kenobi for that bounty, I would have bought it. Yeah. I would have wanted it, too, because you'd see more bounty hunter Boba Fett. Exactly. And I think that that would be a good thing. I think you could even bring in then Cad Bane and like other big name bounty hunters. Yeah, but then I feel like that that distracts from the point of like Obi Wan. I oh. wouldn't have a major issue with it though. If that's like only the only if like Boba Fett was the only one there, I'd have no issue with it because like, or even just like a bounty hunter that we're familiar with, I wouldn't have an issue with. Yeah. And finally, I mean, I have to ask, do you think the goat Dexter Jester is going to show up? No. No, I don't either. But I don't I, know. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see what's what's in store for the third episode, because I think a lot of it, I mean, at least like 70% of it's going to be about Anakin and as Vader. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get a very Anakin heavy episode three. I hope that they have James Earl Jones for the voice. I I agree. I'm going to be kind of bummed if they don't, but then again, it's like, why would you bring Hayden Christensen back if you don't want him to voice the character? I think he'll voice Anakin. 
like when he's not in a mask or something, or like if the mask is broken, like how Matt Lanter did that in Rebels. Um, but I don't think he, he won't do the voice of Darth Vader. I mean, he's in the suit. I mean, he's obviously the one in the suit, but. Yeah, I, I really hope that it's James Earl Jones. I, I'd be God. really, I'd really be bummed if it's not. Yeah, like I get he's like 90 and you can kind of tell in his voice in Rogue One, but like. I couldn't. I really can't in Rogue One. Yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of could, but like he's still alive. You got to use him. You got to use him. I don't know. His voice is just so iconic as Vader. Exactly. It just feels it feels right if he does it. Now, if they do Anik, if they do Hayden Christensen as him and it sounds good, I wouldn't have an issue, but like I'm I'm begrudging to the past and I'd like to see I'd like to hear James Earl Jones do it one more time. For the last Hayden Christensen has said that he uh he'd be interested in doing a solo series about Vader. Which would be fun to see. But Hayden Christensen is just like top five nicest guys in hollywood i mean he's not even in hollywood he's like a farmer yeah i I couldn't tell you any other projects he's been in recently so he hasn't i think he like after star wars he just like quit he's like i don't really like this i think he did one or two other movies oh he did like jumper or something i remember he did something because i remember they were talking about kelly marie tran to him and he was like just don't let the haters get to you. Yeah. So he's, he, I love him though. He said yesterday, he's like, I really enjoyed the sequel trilogy. And I was like, this dude doesn't say he, he can't catch an L. No. I mean, like it's a, it's a common W like, thank you for saying that. Yeah. And I've been on record saying that I'm not the hugest fan of the movies. I still enjoy them. It's still star Wars and it's fun. For him to say that he really enjoys them, like I love it. And exactly, I, it doesn't feel like he's being told to say that. Like, no, that felt, that felt very genuine when he said it. Because they get demon; those, those movies get demonized by a certain. There's a certain YouTuber in his fan base that go very hard in on these movies and the characters of these movies. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna point it out because you know exactly who I'm talking about. Yeah, um, and I feel like anybody who understands, who knows the Star Wars community, knows who I'm talking about. Not saying he's a bad guy, but like these movies get demonized by people, and like I have been on here and I've been pretty critical of them, but I still enjoy them. At the end of the day, it's still Star Wars, and I still like if it's on, I'll watch it. Like it's not like something I'm gonna be like, oh no, sequels. Mm-hmm. No, like that's just childish thinking. That's it's just immature. I just tell people to grow up. It's like if they're still bashing on them three years now after they've ended it's like okay move on like everyone's bummed that they didn't play out the way that they wanted them to everyone's bummed that luke skywalker didn't blow up a planet just by looking at it with his eyes like yeah grow up. just grow and, up in these series that they're doing on disney plus they're going to tie these movies together and they're going to make them seem like there was a plan. Even though like they've said there was not a plan. They regret that. Yada, yada, yada. Don't need to beat a dead horse there. They're going to tie these movies together in a way like Dave is also Dave Filoni cannot lose 
Mm-hmm. Um, cause you and I were watching the live stream celebration yesterday on a discord call together. And like, we were just list, like, I love listening to Dave talk about star Wars. He's such just like a good guy. And like, he understands the property so much. Cause it's, he is literally like, he studied under George and he references George so many times during this interview. And it's like, this dude just knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I don't have anything else to play off of that, unfortunately. I just love what Hayden said about the sequels. Yeah. I just Anyways. love that he defended I just love that he defends them. I think that's so cool. God, Star Wars actors, outside of that one weird guy who played the gunslinger, none of them can lose. And Gina Carano. Who? Huh? Gina Carano. Oh yeah, she can lose. She can definitely lose. She 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 dug that grave herself. Yeah, the guy who played the gunslinger, he like was tweeting. He's like, "The Rise of Skywalker sucked. It was such a dumb effing movie." Blah blah blah. I was like, "Dude, guess who does not way to cancel your career?" Yeah, and if your episode didn't have Fennec Shand in it, it could have gotten removed off of Disney Plus if it wanted to. <laughs> Dude, it's just ugh, I just think about how. First off, this guy's talking like he's the supreme authority of Star Wars. You and I are. By the way, if you guys have not made it in, you I wait, so a lot of people made it in last night through the gates because they released two episodes early. So if you really liked it and you're in the Kenobi fan club, welcome. If you're listening to this today and you weren't in a fan club, our fan club, sorry. The gates have been shut. The gate Will and I are gatekeepers. But this guy's like he's acting like he's like the ultimate authority of Star Wars rags on the movies i'm like bro you sucked in your episode i couldn't stand your character yeah i who knows he's entitled well he's entitled to not ever come back to disney again this is true anyways um yeah first two episodes of kenobi down four more to go we got basically two hours until the next one comes out if you cut out if I cut out the wedding I have to go to this weekend, the holiday on Monday, and like all of work on Tuesday. What are you only working two hours? No, I mean like I'm working eight, and then I got other stuff. I or I got training at night, and then I like have two hours before I go to bed, and that's basically all the time I have until the movie comes out. And then I'll wake up the next morning early before work and just watch it probably. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess I have. I have a full day of work coming up ahead of me on Tuesday, so I got to get through that, and then I'll just wake up early and watch the episode when it comes out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Will, where can they find us if they liked the episode? Yeah, share us on Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at Legionnaire Pod. Email us if you have a question or if you have any theories about Kenobi, Podcast at gmail.com. Um. And share it with someone who you think would like it, or if you think that they would like what we have to say about the Kenobi series. But um, <laughs> yeah, we yeah. got a lot of fun stuff planned. We got we're planning movie reviews for the next coming weeks. Yeah, we got a massive month ahead of us. Um, we have Stranger Things came out today. Haven't started oh, it yet, sure. so that'll be fun to watch. Um, Celebration is this weekend. Uh, we got Kenobi again next week. I got to catch up on Young Justice. We have The Boys premiering next Friday. The first three episodes. 
And oh. then I think things are quiet for a little bit. And then Ms. Marvel comes out, which we'll figure out how we're going to do that. Might do a series review after it comes out. Um, we'll see how that goes, though. And then we got Lightyear. And then we have Thor. So it's a busy like next like five weeks on the pod. Yeah, it's it's a good time to be a Star Wars fan. That's all I got to say. It's a good time to be a Legionnaire listener as well. So follow us on Instagram, please send us messages, interact with our podcast. Give us a five-star review, please. Or write a review. Even if it's not just like, give us something. Give us what you think we deserve. If you think we deserve a one, I'm sorry. You think that, but can't tell you you're wrong. Then I can catch me in the street. (laughs) We're the only five-star podcast to exist. We are right now. Mm, Funny. Alrighty. But we'll catch you guys in the next one with celebration. Celebration review wrap up. Alrighty. I don't know how to say, I don't really want to do. We are Legion anymore. What do you want to say? Bye. (laughs) You can yell. No, don't yell. Kenobi like Sam Woodward. Yeah. Everybody would lose their eardrums. Uh, We'll talk to you guys in the next one. Later. Bye. Bye.